before we start the podcast, we want to take the time to say, if you like us, please follow, like, comment on SoundCloud, sub, like, comment on YouTube, subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks a bunch. Hey everybody, this is Anime Cherry Bomb, where we review all your favorite animes, and sometimes your least favorite animes. I am the guy that always orders draft beer, Jay, and with me as always is the guy I seem to always run into in the bathroom, Aaron. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing uh, pretty swell today, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Got a, a good one, good anime for this time. Yeah. L- was, luckily. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it. I yeah. smashed through it, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I took a shot in the dark with this one, and it kind of paid off. Yeah, I, I, I'll say that now. Yeah. So the uh, the anime we're gonna be talking about is Haru Musuk- Musuko Wandering Sun. Um, do you want to do the synopsis? Yeah. So uh, Nichiri is a boy who wants to be a girl, and Takatsuki is a girl who wants to be a boy. Wandering Sun follows these two through the toughest time of a young person's life, middle school. Together with their friends, they try to find out who they really are in these confusing times. You actually wrote that synopsis, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah good, good job. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, should we just uh, jump into the facts already? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Let's, uh, let's jump in. Okay. So, Huro Musuko Wandering Sun is a drama anime released in 2011. It could also be considered a kind of romancy or slice of life. Uh, slice of life. Yeah, I wouldn't say romance. There is some uh, like a tinge of it, but not but not enough. Yeah. Uh, there's technically twelve episodes, but it aired as eleven for some reason. But I combined Uh, episodes ten and eleven premiere at the same time. Yeah. So that that kind of it's kind of confusing because is is that episode longer than the rest? No. So I think because episode ten. It's 20 minutes, and episode 11 is also 20 minutes. So I think they just aired them back-to-back. Okay. What, conf- what kind of confused me is the name of episode 10 is, is, is 10 plus 11. Yeah, equals 11 or something like that, right? Or is it just 10 plus 11? 10 plus 11. Okay. I don't know what the subtitle to it was. but So yeah. does that mean we're, we were missing some parts? I don't think so. No? Oh, whatever. <laughs> so... This anime was based on the manga written and illustrated by Takako Shimura. And her mangas primarily uh, focus on LGBT stuff. And um, some of her works include um, Sweet Blue Flowers. She also worked on the character concepts for Aldenoa Zero, which is like a mech anime. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Great music in the anime, too. And uh, she provided the character designs for Battery. It's a baseball anime. You know, what's funny about that too is uh battery is also uh kinda <laughs> it's kinda like uh light yaoi in a way. Oh yeah, because it's like two a uh, pitcher and a catcher, right? Yeah. Well like uh, a battery is a the it's a relationship between a pitcher and a catcher. Mm-hmm. But they, they play it as uh more like a romantic. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like it's not like there's like a tinge of like yaoi flowing okay. through it like 
like a like a battery is a, is a relationship, and it's about like building that relationship. Oh, okay. Um, I know that's like a. I think it's an Amazon exclusive or something like battery? that. Battery. I want to say it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this anime was directed by I Aoki, and he's done a uh, Girls Bravo, Fate Zero, and Recreators. I heard Recreators is really good. Girls Bravo is trash. That'll <laughs> when I, when we dig into the trash pile, that'll that'll. I've actually seen that anime. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, isn't isn't that the anime where they talk about uh, like like it's a there's some like weird banana fetish or something like that? I forget. I have not seen the anime in so many years. <laughs> okay, so the studio was AIC or uh, Anime International Company. And some of the stuff that they've done is uh, All My Goddess, Amagami SS, Persona 4, the animation. And they worked on the, the video game um, Psych- uh, Police Knots, uh, which is kind of a sought-after um, visual novel game that came out on a couple of consoles. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's only Japan, though. So that sucks because I, I hear it's a really good story. And um, I think it's a predecessor to some other um, or like I think it might be like a spiritual predecessor to another visual novel. I that's, think that's pretty cool. I might be wrong on that. No. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, Do you know the fate of AIC? No. Did they close down? Uh, that's what because like the last anime they did was like years ago. It's been a while since they released an anime. And when I was reading through it, I couldn't find anything about them shuddering or... Um, them closing doors. Yeah. Maybe they dissolved into another company? Or? I think I think that's what it what it became like. Somebody had bought them and then maybe just like seized the Absor- assets. Yeah, maybe absorbed into something else. Yeah. All right. So this anime was produced by three different people. Uh, one of them is Gio Ogi. And he produced anime like Code Geass and Heaven's Lost Property, among others. <laughs> what? A, what a w- weird combo, huh? I was going to say, it's like some of the. That's weird. That's just weird. <laughs> um, another person is uh, Makoto Kimura, who's uh, also works as a background scanner for anime, and I'm not really sure what that means. I tried to look it up. Um, do you know what that means? I have no idea. Okay. Um, he, and he also shares the same name as a famous soccer player in Japan. Okay. Maybe it's the same person. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> and the other person is Shinsuke Saito. And he produced uh, Black Butler, Silver Spoon, and Your Light in April. That that sounds more correct than the first guy. <laughs> more, co- more coherent? Yeah, exactly. Sounds like more in his wheelhouse than mm-hmm. anything. Okay. So the music was done by two people, um, Kaiichi Okabe, who mostly works on music for video games like the Tekken series and uh, Nier, the Nier series. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the other person is Satoru Kosaki, and he's done music for The Melancholy of Haruhi, uh, Lucky Star, and he also worked on some soundtracks for the Tekken games. So that's my might be how these guys got to work together for this anime. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh... It's pretty cool. I I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the music in here. A lot of the nice piano. Oh yeah, there's a lot of soft uh, piano. Um, nice mood setting music. Mm-hmm. There's some like nice uh, guitar, like light guitar. Yeah, and then um, the the insert song that we're gonna talk about later was a great musical. I don't know who yeah. made that choice to put. It was that a song great in there. choice. It was a great musical choice. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so the opening theme is done by somebody named Daisuke, and uh, it was kind of find, hard to find info about him that was anime-related because his name is just a first name, right. and there's a lot of people named Daisuke, or a lot of well-known people named Daisuke. But I have reason to believe he's done one of the Naruto themes, but okay. I'm, not, I'm not 100%, 100%. sure. Okay. Um. And the ending theme was done by Ray Fu, who's a singer-songwriter slash artist. And she's actually fluent in English. So that means, like, often... Her songs often have bilingual lyrics. Oh, that's cool. Just like this ending theme, how it starts with... Uh, what, what is the first lyric? Um, oh, I can't even... But I know... It, I want to cry for you. Yeah, exactly. There, This... Uh, I'm not going to say it's as strong as uh, Scum's Wish is ending... Mm-hmm. But it, it had the same effect mm-hmm. when like something big would happen, and then the song would kick in, yeah. And you're like, "Damn!" Mm-hmm. Um, not not obviously like the t- the twists or the the oh my god moments weren't as strong as Scum's, wish. Scum's wishes, yeah. But like it one did. of my favorite episodes, like comes with the like oh geez mm-hmm. like you have a knot in your stomach and then the, the song hits and you're like jesus <laughs> so some of the music that Rafu has done is um or some of the animes that she's worked on is uh bleach the gray man and uh mobile suit gundam seed <laughs> destiny so a bunch of shonen yeah anime. <laughs> and uh for cross media there's the manga and the manga was actually released in the u.s but it due to low sales it was stopped at after the eighth volume Oh, wow. So it's up like halfway. That kind of yeah. sucks. Because there's like, what, 15 volumes? 15, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. And I do have one video game thing related to this. Okay. So I, I know I teased you about this. So on the Japanese PSP, it was included with the launch of the manga distribution service for the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. So it's not really, there's no, there's no fighting game, Aaron. Okay. I was getting really excited. I was like, <laughs> man, I really want this fighting game. <laughs> I really want a puzzle quest, Wandering Sun. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, a puzzle bobble. A puzzle bobble? Yeah. Exactly. Everything gets a puzzle bobble. It's fine. All right, so that's all I really have for the facts. Okay. So uh, anything anything you want to get off your chest right now that uh, uh, no. That we can't sort it out? I, I seen your uh, giant list of things that you want to talk about. <laughs> so... Uh, Let's let's hop into uh, art and cinematography. All right. So do you wanna do you wanna start it off, or? Yeah. So, uh, j- just like the general art of it that we can talk about is, uh, I really like the beautiful like watercolor esque. Oh yeah. Um, character design. It's really pretty looking. Yeah, that's what, I, I what first pulled me in was just how beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, the artwork was yeah and uh i feel like everyone's character design is pretty normal it's nothing yeah, really it's nothing special fancy yeah but i think that's to not uh kind of like distract from the story or kind of like make it more relatable to yeah. where it's like these could be kids that you know mm-hmm. or these can be people that are that are around you yeah which is pretty cool i don't think anybody has weird color hair in this anime no now that i can think of this i think sorry has what black hair yeah and it just looks kind of bluish maybe but no one has like purple hot, hair hot pink hair pink hair yeah which is really good which i really enjoyed also like yeah. nothing's 
ever really too distracting. Mm-hmm. I liked how uh, everything was like pretty light during the daytime. Everything was bright, and they use a lot of white in this um, anime. Yeah, and uh, at night, it's like the colors really pop, and it's very vivid and s- such. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of uh, shots at night, but when they are the shots at night, they're they're pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like um the like. Not midday. It's more like probably like the twilight Sun, hours, sunrise or not sunrise, sunset kind of time. Yeah, like twilight. Yeah, the like the twilight hours. Um, I really like the like the orange hues and stuff mm-hmm. they use. Yeah, um, very pretty anime. Mm-hmm. A lot. What well, looks like no expense was uh, not. They didn't spared. cut any corners. Yeah, it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I like that they had more than one outfit. But, oh yeah. But actually more than that, I like that they the main characters, uh Yoshino and Yutori, um, I like that they had different hairstyles towards the end. Oh yeah, that's that, that's also uh, pretty cool. I know like for me, just as I've watched a lot of cause I watched a lot of anime, mm-hmm. I recognize characters by their hair. Yeah. Like at first, so it was a little difficult for me to in the beginning to like grasp characters and grasp character names yeah they kind of like throw a lot of characters at you at the beginning yeah so maybe maybe that was just me but once it settled in i'm like okay i know who this is i know who this is yeah all that good stuff one thing with the hair change was uh, that was really confusing for me was yuki when she dressed as a boy Uh uh-huh yeah it was kind of like i was like who the hell is this yeah yeah i i I feel you on that one (laughs) all right so to get into cinematography you can go shoot me off one of yours well i, I have one, one more thing of um hey, for art is um i actually really like that they use like this white vignette thing do you know do you know what vignettes are it's kind of like a white border yeah, yeah that yeah. like kind of like bleeds into the shot yeah yeah i got you yeah that i like how they use that to like varying degrees like sometimes it's very subtle like not that much but sometimes it's like really into the picture and it really makes it look like a painting or something yeah yeah okay yeah i, I know what you're talking about yeah so i really enjoyed that just wanted to add that oh and one thing about um the characters changing clothes and stuff i really like that yoshino had a pair of crocs yeah <laughs> i was like no that's cool if we ever go to a convention i'll wear my crocs oh my god <laughs> don't I'll step I'll step on your toes if that's the case. <laughs> My beat up cracks. <laughs> um all right. So let's talk about some of our favorite uh scenes. Okay. I guess. Or want- cinematography wise, I guess. Yeah, you can hit it off. Alright. So one of my one of my favorite uh, cinematic shots in it is the the Nittery and uh Doi door scene. Yes. Where uh first the it starts off on the outside of the apartment mm-hmm. and they're just talking yeah. th- through the door. And then, um, Doi's like, Oh, is it okay if I come in? And when he says it, mm-hmm. it goes to the, him to the closing back of his head. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, can I come in? And he goes, yeah, sure. And it shows him opening the door. And like, for some reason, I really like the shot of open the door. And then you can see, uh, Nittery mm-hmm. standing there like through it's through, uh, Doi's legs, basically. Yeah. And then Doi steps in and then closes the door. And then it's just silence for like 10 seconds of like, yeah. what is Doi going to 
say what is what's gonna what's happen. gonna happen yeah it's a very tense and kind of uncomfortable uh part of the anime yeah and not to mention too like it, this is mentioning like the twilight hours this happens like in the twilight oh, yeah. hours, and you can the the colors of the of the room are like different yeah it really sets the mood for like what's going on these like the lighting effects that they're that they used for this scene yeah so like it, it could also be like a metaphor because it's during twilight so it's between night and day okay and then you see you know nitri who's obviously you know a boy a boy who's trying to uh, who wants to be a girl it's so, like he's stuck in between wow i never thought of that that's yeah. pretty cool yeah, so I I don't know if that was the intention, uh, intention of it. But uh that's how that's how I see that that scene. It was really really cool. And I, it's more I mean I guess we can wait to talk about it what else what it means mm-hmm. what that scene means to me uh, later a bit later on. Mm-hmm. But that scene completely subverted my expectations of what what was going to happen. Yeah. But and, that, um, yeah, that's more on a on a writing scale than cinematic scale yeah and one thing about that i also put that as one of my favorite uh scenes or for cinematography wise because um the beginning uh before um we see uh doi and uh nitori together like it's just shots of like the apartment yeah and it's just like how desolate and very empty everything looks Mm -hmm. i really like how that really like sets the mood of like how alone these guys are oh yeah you know that's that's a really good uh observation Mm mm-hmm so um, I wrote that. So one um one of my favorite shots um this is one that they use a couple of times and it's just like a little quick thing is um it's uh Yoshino and Nitori and Saori together and they're taking a picture together. Uh-huh. Yeah. That whole then they have like a camera and tripod. I really like that shot of like you see um Nitori going in like setting up the camera and then going to take the picture and so, you can see what you can see what's on the camera and all that yeah it's a cute shot it's a really cute shot mm-hmm. like and we were talking about this earlier where people were complaining about how the kids seem uh older yeah a little more mature are. than what their age is yeah like i like the fact how they're always like i want to go back Mm-hmm. Can we ever go back to when we were younger? Like, yeah. well, it's only been like a year yeah. since I took that picture. Mm-hmm. But they're like, can we go back to how things were? Yeah. It's like, y- y- y'all are like 12. You need to calm down. <laughs> Do you have a- another one? Yeah. Uh, I got a bunch listed. I don't know as much as you did, but. So, it's um, the Nittery, uh Tukatsuki, uh bridge scene. Uh-huh. It's that juxtaposed to um uh episode i think it's episode nine where um it's the same shot with the bridge so the little, little context i forget what it is but uh nitori is like confused about uh-huh. something and then it shows him on the shot on the bridge and he turns around and takatsuki's there and oh, she's yeah. there to comfort him uh-huh and then in episode nine it's and that's and that's in the midday yeah and then the scene I'm going to talk about the juxtapose is the same bridge at night mm-hmm. and he's by himself. And this is where he's like, he's finally said like, I'm going to dress up mm-hmm. tomorrow. And he turns around and nobody's there. Mm, and yeah. like, he's by himself. Like at that point, like he even like, if you look at it, he knows what he's about to do is, 
is crazy. Yeah. He just doesn't know what the outcome's going to be. He knows that he wants to do it. He wants to do it and he might freak people out, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know to what extent that it's going to freak people out. Yeah. But him turning around and then not seeing anybody mm-hmm. is like yeah, this is his own like before when he had troubles he go to Takatsuki and yeah. put it all on on her his troubles on her mm-hmm. and he even says that um it's with um when they're running the the gender bent play yeah and the guy the guy lets slip that oh you're the you're the cross dresser mm-hmm. and Takatsuki gets mad for him. even though he doesn't get mad and show that side of him Takatsuki gets mad for him yeah and he's like well I'm glad she's there to vent for me because mm-hmm. I can't be mad yeah like there that moment to me that moment that's like solidifying you like he's on his own mm-hmm. like he doesn't not that he doesn't need her anymore but that now there's no safety net he has to go he's gonna do it for himself yeah and um i think that's that point is made across this anime a lot because mm-hmm. um what's the what's the name of the other friend that likes him the girl salary yeah salary salary goes like do you want to be a girl because uh, Takatsuki wants to be a man? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she asks Takatsuki, do you want to be a man because Takatsuki wants to be a girl? But she repeats that question a bunch to um, to both of them in the, yeah. in the series. And near the end, he finally goes, um, Nitsuri goes, no, I want to do it because I want to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of like not doing being stuff. comfortable yeah not comfortable with me yeah i'm tired of like bending to other people's like wills almost mm-hmm. basically like this is my decision i chose to do yeah i chose to do this so that's like a freaking really hard question to answer that sorry asks yeah it's like i think uh one of the questions was like do you find uh, Yoshino or uh, Takatsuki. Yeah. Do you find her attractive as a boy or as a girl? Is I think that's what one of the questions she yeah. asked. Yeah. She. That's like such a deep. I know. Que- like, it's it's born out of like she's just like salty that she <laughs> didn't get, you know, picked. Yeah. That Nitori doesn't really find her attractive, or yeah. and she only she, sees her as a friend. Yeah, and she's like also trying to figure things out mm-hmm. like in her like she's like i i forget from time to time but like everybody's going through puberty in this anime everyone's mm-hmm. everyone doesn't understand what's yeah. really going on everybody has like really crazy emotions during this time yeah exactly i know um it, it's not in the manga uh, not in the anime but in the manga she actually gets a nitori a dress for his birthday Aww. and mm-hmm. she uh and he gives it back because it was really an expensive dress, and she ends up burning it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, in front of him, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Yeah. So just to show you how extreme their emotions are at this time. Also, apparently his wig is super expensive. I heard. I is was it? reading. I know he saved up for it. In the yeah. Manga. I didn't read the manga. I just read the the synopsis. The synopsis. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, what's another? Okay. Uh, so one thing that this anime did that I quite often that I um, actually really liked was that they had like scenes where they had like whoever's doing something or whoever's saying something being obstructed by something. Okay. So, so like there was, um, for an, an example is um, 
when Yuki was giving Yoshino uh, the boys' uniform yeah. at the cafe. They were talking. They were in, like completely in the background, and they were covered by like a partition, and you could only see their heads through like glass. Okay. So there, it was, they do a lot of shots like that that I really liked. Um, I was gonna say there's also like um, a lot of whenever uh, somebody's uh, telling how their feelings or feelings are, go- are being said, uh-huh. it's always through something. It's always through a door. Uh huh. Like um. I have it written on mine, but the uh, the I'll give you uh, my name. Oh yeah, speech mm-hmm. that's done through a um, it's done through a, a bathroom door. Like they're never face to face when they talk about like they're kind of like their feelings, like they're embarrassed to talk about what really it is. Yeah, and I felt like that's more of a of a a, a Japanese culture thing. Okay, where they're not comfortable with saying how they feel mm-hmm. so that that's the closest way that they can get to that point is that they have there has to be a physical barrier between the two yeah and it, it also kind of says like like to me is like how close they are but how far apart they really are okay that there's always something separating the two of them yeah all right so another example of uh the, like obstructing yeah. stuff um there was a scene where like Mako and Itori are like, I think they're walking to school and they're going over a bridge and uh, one of the street signs is blocking like like their whole entire body. You can only see their heads. Yeah, that's pretty cool uh, cinematically. Yeah, they, they do this a lot. I have two more examples of this. Right, go ahead. So um, there's another one where um, they went, uh, Nitori and the class, are they're like swimming at the uh-huh. pool and uh, Nitori is uh, looking at Yoshino in her bathing suit and you see him looking at her but he's blocked by like all the other students it's a uh, that one was a really interesting shot i really like that one so actually my my favorite um shot that does this is in the first episode when um when maho forgets her um phone and she uh, walks in on nitori and he's dressed in the the dress or was it a dress no it's just the outfit right in the first episode, yeah, he's just yeah. just in the outfit that she was supposed to wear. In, yeah, um, that you know what that that's I'm actually kind of on her side on that one. That is kind of uh, rude to just wear her to clothes. just wear her clothes like that. Yeah, I mean, I I get where he's coming like where where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's like you gotta respect other you gotta people's respect stuff. other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. At least like, I mean, yeah, she's like against it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I never really thought that she was against him cross-dressing more that she thought it was weird yeah and she just wants to have a normal brother Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like like you said like you should i don't know i feel like you should have asked Mm -hmm. i guess so instead of like going behind her back and putting it on exactly but the shot that I'm, i'm talking about is like when uh she first opens the door and it's just them like just looking at each other um you only see um maho in the doorway and the bed frame is actually blocking Nitori. Mm-hmm. You only you can't even see. I don't think you can see Nitori's face. You only see like half of his body. Okay. So that that shot was my favorite shot at, that used this technique. Yeah, that's. This is probably one of the the most cinematic anime I think we've probably watched. Yeah, it's up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you say it's more cinematic than uh, Scum's Wish? It's up mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's with it. Mm-hmm um 
it might, I don't know. I think there might be more techniques used in in uh, Wandering Sun than Scum's Wish. Wish. I'd have to rewatch Scum's Wish again. Yeah, because uh, the reason I, I noticed all this stuff is because I actually watched this anime twice. Right. And I only went through Scum's. I'm sure I, if I would have watched Scum's Wish more, I would have probably had more to talk about for cinematography. Yeah. But who knows? I don't know. Another one of my favorite uh, cinematic scenes is just the the family meeting that they have after uh, uh, after Nitori comes from uh, school dressed like a girl. Yeah. And just how like how awkward mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like there's only like all the lights in the house are off. And there's only like one singular light source around the table. Yeah. And just like the above fly on, it's like a fly on the wall perspective. Oh yeah. Like of, an aerial view. Yeah. Of these people talking. And I think that there's only like a few shots uh, in that scene where it's just a single person in the frame. Mm-hmm. Like it's always from that, that eye in the sky view of, the the table yeah and uh it's a tense scene mm-hmm. um but the cinematography it sets up a lot mm-hmm. a lot of that tenseness yeah so w- another shot that i really enjoyed was in the third episode when uh maho anna and that other model girl i don't know her name uh-huh. was at the photo shoot yeah by the way i did not i did not understand those char- i did not understand those characters and why they were in this anime the other up until the end i was like the the model the model group mm-hmm. oh like maiko and uh i don't know the other girl's name yeah and Anne. you don't you th- you didn't know understand why anna's in it no i understand why Anne was in it but like like the other people are only there for Anne, and that and that's it anna anna know. yeah anna like i don't know like i felt like they were like that b plot was like mm-hmm totally like you could cut that out okay the whole it, modeling stuff yeah in it, it okay doesn't make a difference oh yeah like that felt like that was like left over from uh like the series because like i left over from like the overarching of the manga yeah because like later on it it does make a like it lays the seeds down for stuff that happens later in the manga yeah which i i understand now that that's what they were going for but that in, in the context of what the manga shows you, you don't really need it. Yeah, like yeah. it's not needy, it's filler, it's fluff. You, yeah. you could cut it out. Okay, um, I understand that. And a lot of a lot of the characters besides Anna are just like one dimensional. Even Maho, her, yeah. Oh <laughs> well, no, Maho's sister. Well, Maho's more of like a physical. She's a physical antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, to um, Nitori, so. Yeah. I understand why she's there, mm-hmm. but I felt like this, I guess, uh, like going to the general thoughts, this anime is kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, like There's a lot going on. Yeah, and you can cut out a lot that doesn't make, like, that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt it was always strongest when it was just about uh, Nitori and Takatsuki. Yeah. Okay. Like that that was like my favorite parts, but like all the stuff with Maho's like boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Like, not really needed. Mm-hmm. Um the modeling almost, stuff. The modeling stuff not needed. Mm-hmm. Um if they if they were ever going to pick it back up, maybe it would make sense, but 
now that AIC is most likely dead, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably not going to go on. Yeah. What's well, up to us to bring it back? Exactly. <laughs> um, but so, going going back to what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry about that. But it's okay. Th- it was that, that just bugged me. <laughs> um, okay, so they're at the photo shoot, and uh, Maho's looking at a picture of Maiko. And you could see... You could see on the computer the picture of Maiko, but you could also see uh, Maho and the other friend in the reflection. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like really interesting. That's like something you could only pull off with like anime or like cartoons or something like that. Because if you were to do that in real life, you'd see the camera in the reflection. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. And on top of that, you could see Anna in the background. So it's kind of like all three of them are like facing towards you, yeah. but not really. Yeah, so it's yeah. a pretty cool shot. Um, I was going to say... Uh, there's also that really kind of cool shot of um, them uh, looking at the the pre. Uh, I think it was a photo, like a Photoshop image of a mm-hmm. model. Okay. And um, it's the one that they they go to the clothing store that that shady clothing store and then they see the the model on the. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just on like, the poster. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, for some reason that that scene sticks in my head. <laughs> Just, I actually uh, like that that cozy feeling. Or not cozy feeling, I guess it's not the right word, but like the crapness mm-hmm. uh, that's conveyed with that with that shot. Oh yeah, how I like you always go. Like people have been to stores like that. Like I've been to stores like that where it's like you can barely have any room to walk. If you go to a hot topic, it's like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this is like even weird. Like they go up like this. This uh strange uh staircase to get to this yeah really store. small hole in the wall clothing store yeah that's like almost not enough room to walk around yeah uh great that's a great uh, that seems just super relatable i guess yeah uh, it does convey like how cramped it is and stuff like that yeah. with the art style um oh a fun fact um about what i just the the scene that i just talked about Michael. Mm-hmm. That's the, the like really popular looking yeah. model lady. Um, her voice actor uh, was actually charged for drug possession <laughs> of cocaine of all things. Jesus. Yeah, and I guess it was such like a she was let like let off the hook because it was such like a minuscule amount of cocaine. Uh-huh. But it like completely destroyed her career. Yeah, I think I, I went to go look up uh, her voice actress roles after that. She did a lot of work and then. Mm-hmm. just nothing yeah just nothing after yeah i think um i know she she was in sweet blue flowers it's like 20 i want to say it's like 2015 was like her last role okay something like that yeah all right so do you have another scene do you want to talk about oh uh, no you can go ahead and go i pretty much got what i wanted to talk about okay so another reflection shot that i really enjoyed was um when nitori was uh had the fever uh-huh and he went uh, to the school nurse, and he was just there. And then, and then we find out that Yoshino was in there as well. And after the nurse leaves, Yoshino asks uh, Nitori if he ever wants uh, to wear a bra. Mm-hmm. And there's like this shot of like the medicine cabinet, and you could you could see like the reflection is w- what's in the forefront. Like you could see uh, Nitori and Yoshino, but you could also see the medicine. The medicine, and it's really it's pretty cool. Like it's very, it's like you can barely see the medicine. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, 
And uh, another one reflection shot that I really liked was in episode nine at the very beginning. It's this is the episode um, at the start. It's um, Yoshino trying to figure out if she wants to wear the boys' uniform uh-huh. to school. Oh, you, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, so she does decide to wear the boys' uniform, and um, when she goes downstairs, it's like a slow pan into her mirror, mm-hmm. and as it as it goes into the mirror, you could gradually see her girl's uniform, uniform on the bed. The, you're right. Yeah, it was a really cool shot. Yeah. But how do you feel about that scene, like, interpreting it? How do you feel about that? I feel how, like that, how like, what are they trying to say? Like, she's leaving her... Girl self behind. Her girl reflection almost behind. Mm. Um, I also like the... I, I like the fact that uh, after um, Nutri's, uh event that happens, yeah. that uh, both Chi and her go back to wearing school, or like, girl outfits. Oh, yeah. Even even though um, they weren't sent home for being dressed up as yeah. being dressed up as boys, but like it was like the second consecutive day that um, they were wearing boys' outfits, or that um, Takatsuki was wearing mm-hmm. a, a boy outfit. Yeah, and like I don't know, I like the fact that they like cracked down on it just because uh, Nituri got in trouble for it. Yeah. Um, and you got any other shots? I I have one more. Okay. I guess while you're reading it, I, I can tell you the, one of my favorite shots is when uh, during the play, um, Takatsuki's in the in the background and she hears the uh, the same speech that uh, Nitsuri gave her of the "Give me your name." Oh yeah, and how the surprised look on her face is like, like her eyes are like glimmering or something. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Dang!" Like it meant like this meant that much mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like barely grasping how how important it was. Yeah, exactly. How like, I guess that that shows like how two of their characters are like he he felt this was like this monumental event, and she just like kind of casually was like, oh yeah, here you go, just, mm-hmm. just take my name, mm-hmm. and like she was kind of seeing how it felt to him, and like just how it shot of like she's in the dark, like she's in the obviously like in the shadows waiting yeah to come out but even though she's dark like or in dark shading she's bright in a way i don't, I don't know if you like with a like spotlight on her or something oh i no, guess so like like even though she's like drenched in darkness she's like you can tell she's like beaming mm-hmm. uh like emotionally at that point yeah i i understand that yeah Okay, so the scene after in the first episode where after Nitsuri pushes Maho and runs out of the house, mm-hmm. bunch of cool shots in that whole sequence. So after Nitsuri pushes Maho uh-huh. and he runs out of the house like barefoot and all that stuff, there's like a bunch of like quick shots of him like just running and all the people staring at him. That, yeah. that whole sequence of shots are really cool. Like um, some of the ones that stick out to me is like that that uh. I don't know what it is. It's like a car, a thing for so you know what car if cars are going by. It's uh-huh. like that reflect that yeah. mirror thing. There's like a shot of that of him running by that. Yeah, yeah. That's a really nice shot. And um, and then when he's on the bridge, there's like this pan around of uh, around Yoshino. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it leads up to that bridge shot that you were talking yeah. about earlier. And that that shot's 
pretty freaking awesome. And that's all while uh, Claire Deloon is playing. And mm-hmm. to me, like the emotion in that scene is like raw, it's just raw emotion. Yeah, and they capture it pretty well. Of like he run, like he runs out, and the mom's like, "What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you guys fighting?" And then that's when she's like, "Oh, he's sick or whatever." Yeah, like, and just like. That song always reminds me of like, it's like dreamy almost. Mm-hmm. So like, he's almost like living like a night, like almost living a nightmare at that yeah. point. And then he comes across Takatsuki and then that's somebody he can lean. Like like I said, he meets her at the bridge and that's somebody that he can lean on. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's a beautiful scene of like, they're almost like their symbiotic relationship with each other how mm-hmm. they they do need it looks like they, they do need each other yeah like um their one adult friend even says like she's like you know i'm surprised i, I figured you two would like be date. An, yeah be an item already yeah and um it's yeah that that scene's really cool it's unfor it's unfortunate for me kind of a, a spoiler here but i did not like the first episode I don't know. That's the only part of the first episode like I really, really liked, mm. and then, uh, the, but the rest up until that point, I did not uh, enjoy as much. Mm. Uh, but one but thing we can get we can get more in that when we when we get there. Yeah. All right. But so, one thing about that that shot, uh-huh. what's really cool about it is like, okay, so you're like you're far away and you're seeing them on the bridge. What's really cool is like the cars are still moving on the bottom. But like you, your eyes kind of like focus on the characters uh-huh. instead of like what's moving, and that's pretty cool. And then like in that shot, we see like a close up of uh, uh, Nitori's feet, and right. it shows how like timid he is at that point or vulnerable. I yeah, would say. right. Yeah, it's very intense and really cool. All right. So is that is that all your <laughs> that's all I have cinematography notes? Yeah. Half the pockets with cinematography, <laughs> for for good reasons. I feel like, like I said, mm-hmm. this might be one of the strongest cinematic. Like we can go into dissecting a lot of just like scenes, what scenes mean to, mm-hmm. and it's it's really really strong. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's go with our uh, let's go with our least favorite characters first. Okay. Um. You want to start it off? Yeah, I, I have what is going to I think surprising. Okay. Uh the most so uh my two least favorite just just they go together. Okay. I really disliked uh Chi and Momo. Oh yeah. A lot. Yep, that's exactly who I wrote. Really? Yeah. So Momo I hate cuz obviously she's just there. She's just there to be a, a pain. Mm-hmm. She's only there like I kind of Felt betrayed for Nitori because she was like how fast she turned on him. Yeah, exactly. But she was never their friend mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. She was only like an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. And it she was, was only there for Chi. Yeah, exactly. And then Chi's just like annoying. Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote. She was very irritating. Yeah. And I, and I hated how loud she was. Exactly. I mean, may, maybe, maybe it's because... Um, I was that way in school and I know how annoying I was <laughs> and just to see somebody who was as annoying mm-hmm. like yo like it's it's not like it's cool that you're happy all the time but yeah like 
like, there's still a juxtaposition between her and, and Sauri. Mm-hmm. Or it's like hilarious how she's like, every so often, she's like, oh, can I call you Sauron? Yeah. She's like, no, don't. Don't yeah, and then, and then uh, when they find out that they're in class together, she's like, "Oh, maybe I should just go back home." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame her. She's just, I don't know, it, maybe just because like she's just so outspoken, it just kind of irks me. Yeah, you heard it here first. Loud people are not good. <laughs> no. Exactly. Um, and then besides that, the the other only character that I really didn't like is a. Uh, I think I texted you after the scene that happened. Like, I wanted to throttle this kid so bad. <laughs> and uh, his name is uh, Fumia. I don't yeah. know if you know who. The uh, church kid. Yeah, the church kid. Um, Yeah. First, he, you know, lets it slip out that, you know, that Need three he's, he's, a, he's a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. And that made me mad. Like, I don't even know who I was mad at more. More of Sauri or more, more at him. That, mm-hmm. like, Sauri, like... It, like is telling people stuff that she needs doesn't need to be telling yeah other people mm-hmm. like that and then there's a scene where he's like oh does he does she like him because she's cute well he's like well i think he i think pretty sure he calls him like he calls him an expert i think she calls him either like a fairy or he calls him like gay mm-hmm. or something but he goes oh no he calls him a tranny he goes oh. like oh he's always i can look better than that tranny and then, then he pretends to like put it he put his hair back yeah with, put his hair back and that be, like, try makeup to be cute. thing yeah yeah i was like that's not like i feel like the the writer of that scene wanted to get across to get across the point of like the point of like toxic masculinity yeah and that's that's exactly what i felt in that scene it was like like yo you don't understand mm-hmm what this means like he's not doing this because he thinks it's he cute. thinks it's cute and that he wants to be with yeah her Sa- it's, that, it's how he feels on the inside mm-hmm. like thinking that it's just easy for him to to you know cross dress or whatever mm-hmm. and that, that's not the case yeah exactly um yeah i hate that guy. and then and then it just irritated me more that uh uh, salary ends up getting with them in the manga oh yeah so i was like gosh dang it mm-hmm. that just i don't know bugs me yeah i always felt just because uh like it's in the middle of the story that we were meant to see some of the that church oh yeah uh scenes or maybe they were in earlier well from what i read salary only goes there when she feels bad about something so oh. you know what going back to another uh cinematography scene a lot of a lot of the greatest shots happen in the twilight, and that's mm-hmm. another great shot of her praying in at the, the church. Yeah. At the church, yeah, it is for uh, basically Nitsu to find happiness. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um. All right. Do who? Do you got anyone else on your least favorites? No, I only had Momo and Chi. Chi. Yeah. One thing about Chi that we didn't mention is I didn't really like her inappropriate laughing, as well. Like she would laugh at like, remember when um they told Yoshino that she had to wear a bra, and like oh. she and she was like like on the it's floor, obnoxious, like obnoxious, yeah, yeah laughing, uh, laughing, yeah, I feel, I feel you. I I don't know, I don't know why like she felt like more like trying to be comic relief. It was almost like a comic relief character in 
this serious drama. Yeah. Maybe that's why I also didn't like her. Because mm-hmm. um, I really hate that, that tense scene of they're like, um, the teacher's asking Nitri, like, oh, are you only doing it because, like, to get attention or because she did it, that she did it? Yeah. And he's like, no, I, uh, I want to do it because I feel, I feel comfortable. This is the way I feel comfortable. I yeah, want, I want to be I a girl. I want to be a girl. And then she goes, oh, for the record, uh, I don't want to, I, I want to be a girl. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to be a boy. I never that, wanted to be a boy. Like she it. never wanted to be a boy. I also hate characters who refer to themselves in the third person. Oh yeah. That's retarded. It's also, uh, yeah, it's also very, very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, ugh, dang okay. it. So you want to yeah. hop into favorites now? Yes, 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 yes. Please. Exactly. So obviously, uh, Nitori. Oh yeah. I have Nitori as one of my favorites. He's a, he's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the the best anime make you feel like you're on their side. Mm-hmm. Just like in Scum's Wish, there was points where I was like, I just want to reach in the screen and like hug Hanabi and tell her it's okay. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know, Nitori feels like he has a, a good head on his shoulders uh-huh. a, a, a bunch of the time. Even when he's getting bullied, he's like, oh, like, it doesn't look known. like he get, it gets to him that bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that's why I I like the emotional state, the more emotional realism of Scum's Wish than than this one. Uh huh. Because like there was times where I was like, yeah, I want to give Nitri a hug and tell him it's all right, but he already knows that it's all right. Like mm-hmm. he's like, uh, like it happens. Yeah. Like like it never really gets to him. Mm-hmm. But that could be because he's so emotionally disconnected with himself yeah he said like he doesn't feel anger yeah he's like such a complex character (laughs) it's so weird yeah (laughs) like he's so i mean he's like complex and like almost in a one-dimensional way if you oh yeah think about it yeah i get that like it's the complexity you get when you look like if you just look at him look at him from like a front view he's like one dimensional mm-hmm. but if you take a step back and actually look into his character it's like oh like he's there's a lot of stuff going on with going on with them yeah i wrote that he's like the epitome of a confused teenager trying to find his way yeah hence the name of the manga wandering, wandering son. son yeah um but i said he's a he's a cute kid he's mm-hmm. i always like, wanted him to succeed yeah um and one thing that I like when I talk to like my coworkers about this anime at work, I would I was telling them like the interesting thing about this anime is that it's a it's about a boy that wants to be a girl, a girl that wants to be a boy, right? Mm-hmm. But the guy that wants to be a girl still likes girls. So yeah. It's, so it's very I found it very interesting. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, just just like his dynamic with like almost everybody. Yeah. Is very interesting. Like. He's very honest and blunt. Yeah, like he's a, like he's a good he's a good kid. Yeah, and uh, they even say that in the anime. When the, I think Yoshino says it on the phone. You're such a good kid. <laughs> I I really want to see more of of him. Mm-hmm. I I would love. I want to read the. Ma- I do want to read the manga. Maybe yeah. eventually. But I would love it to get adapted. Yeah, I know the their high school and college. There's like a little bit of college in there. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, another favorite? Yeah, I have uh, Mako. Yeah, th- I haven't listened to. <laughs> I really, I really like Mako and like how supportive 
yeah uh, i think that's the main crux of my my favorite characters in this anime i like how close-knit all the friends are yeah and how close they are that's why i felt so like they let momo into their circle mm-hmm. but like she was never she was always like cursor area around so she was never really in it yeah and she was always trying to pull chi away exactly but yeah mako i really thought he was a like i said like a cute kid he was yeah like just a cute kid adorable yeah i liked how like calm and like collected he was like he always gave like a sensible answer with like some sort of problem that nitori had or right he or he had like a good reason or i don't know i also feel bad for him because he uh he never found himself as like pretty oh yeah just said, like that's in the last episode when he says that right uh yeah like he told me like, he was always jealous mm-hmm. that um Nitori was really was cute really cute and he's not because of his freckles and his glasses he wasn't which i might add freckles and glasses is pretty cute but mm-hmm. for some reason like he doesn't that's why I never, I never when you have them I, i'm pretty sure you don't think that they're cute yeah but maybe, and it's also in that sensitive time, like sensitive time of yeah. you're like realizing how you look. Mm-hmm. But like getting like a like complaint about anime, I really don't like when playing girls in anime say like, "Oh, I'm not cute" or whatever. Oh, it's okay. like, no, you're you're pretty cute. I <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I know I never had to live with glasses. Did you ever feel self conscious about your glasses? No, growing up, nope. Yeah, like a lot of people feel self conscious about their glasses. Yeah, but like I, I think now nah, I always, I always just think glasses are like really cool mm-hmm. to have. I was always jealous of people who got. I mean, not jealous of your bad eyesight, but jealous <laughs> that you got to have like cool, a cool accessory. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I really liked about Mako was like the scenes where he's like trying to cheer up Nitori, and like how soft his voice is, and how <laughs> it's just really cute. How yeah. <laughs> He has a really cool voice actor, I think. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed his, uh, it, the voice, the, the voice from his side too. Yeah. Well, in general, I really liked how soft everybody's character was, voice acting wise, besides Chi. Yeah. Like everybody was like talked at a normal level, like a normal speaking voice. Nobody was exaggerated or anything like except that. Except for Chi. Except for Chi. Right. Mm-hmm. Another character I really, really enjoyed. It also it disconnects with. Mako is uh, Sasa. Okay. So, uh, my favorite my favorite thing about Sasa is that she's the only one who gets referred to by her first name, and that's by everybody. Yeah. I think even Sari. No, I'm pretty sure it's her last name too. But like, nobody refers. Almost nobody refers to everybody by their first name. It's always like, depending. Like Takatsuki refers to. Uh, refers to um Nitori. Nitori by his first name yeah by Shu yeah but like everybody refers to everybody differently except for Sasa everybody calls her Sasa because mm-hmm. they're like super comfortable and she's like the basically like the mom of the group oh yeah she's like the glue trying to keep yeah. everybody together and I really really appreciated like even though they were all split up like mm-hmm. Nitori ended up getting Sasa in his class yeah and like that's like the one character i've been like really comfortable with him getting like mm-hmm. a, she's like one of the best support characters in the anime mm-hmm. and i think even um he even she even tells her like hey if you 
if you mess, she tells Doi, like, if you mess with Nutri, I'm gonna, you know, beat you up. Yeah. And she's like, what are you, his mom? Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, I really love, love like, the characters who are, like, in a, who are mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like people, like, the, like, friends who are, like, that, like, the mother figure yeah. of, a, of a group. Mm-hmm. I actually put Sasa as the most underused character. Really? Yeah, I would I would agree with that too. Him and her and Mako I felt were mm-hmm. both really underused in this anime. I wrote that I, I would have liked to seen more of like her side of the story, like what she interpreted her friends or like what they what she thought was going on. Yeah, exactly. Like she it's always like cursory of mm-hmm. You get a little peek at it when uh, uh, when Takatsuki and Sari are yeah. fighting, yeah, and like it's hurting her because she's like she wants We're them, friend- to, yeah, yeah, wants us to be friends, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and she's just like irritated that they won't even talk talk to each other, yeah, even though they're walking home together, exactly. Oh, there's there's something that I wanted to talk about about Nitori. Mm-hmm. So he likes girls, right? Yeah. He wants to be a girl, but is attracted to still attracted to girls. It makes me confused about how he sees Yoshino because he like he likes her, and he wants to see her as a, he wants to see her as a boy, right? So does that make him like boys, or is Yoshino the only exception to this rule? You know that's true. I never really that I, I don't really get that either. I guess yeah, because he he likes her. But he likes her as a boy, right? Or is he... I don't think that's ever stated. I think he just likes her for her. Mm. There's no... No sex sex assigned to it? Assigned to it. He just likes her because of her personality. Okay. More than anything. That's what I... That's what I think. Okay. Like, he he admires how... How How, bold she is. Yeah, how confident and stuff. Well, like, she can... Like, the real difference between them is, like, she's... She can comfortably wear boys' clothes all like, the time, all the time, and he has to change before he goes home. Yeah, and like, I think he even says at a point like she just he, he admires how strong-willed she and like Chia she is. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think it, it, it's more of a a personality attraction mm-hmm. than anything. Also, I really like the Ethereum's voice actor. His name's Kasuke Hatsakayama. Has he has done anything? Do you have anything that he's done in, in there? No. I just I just put his name just so I could shout him out. Yeah, he's uh he was really good. I I, I would like to go and look to see what else he's done. What else he's done. Uh do you have any other favorite characters? I have yeah. one more on mine. I have one more. Uh Yuki. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I just like how like motherly she's like she, well, like how you said Sasa is like kind of like a motherly character. I feel like she is also with like, but only with Yoshino and she, yeah, she's like a mentor. Oh, I guess so. More, more than, than a mother. Yeah. Like I like the fact that she's also a a trans a trans woman living with a a man. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, the 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 dude's like he's a cool dude too. Yeah, he's just like he very laid back. <laughs> like i don't know the the scene of them at the the culture festival when she's like wearing the suit or whatever yeah. and, and she's still like clingy and stuff yeah it's still pretty cute yeah exactly <laughs> right, and you- um i i had a feeling like i, I want to say 
I didn't read it anywhere, but I I do feel that Doi was gay. Oh yeah, either That's gay or I, bisexual or like bi curious at least. Yeah, I had that feeling as well. Cause he was like, like I don't know, like he was weirdly understanding of of uh, need to re cross cross dressing. Yeah, and then and he, he wanted even, to see her. And he even said or the him. well, he even said the the line of like. I didn't know boys could be that cute. Yeah, but he was talking about Yuki then. Yuki, yeah. Then and but then he saw how yeah how cute Nitori yeah, was. was. Mm-hmm. So he even said like incredibly cute. Or yeah, something like that. So I don't, I don't know if he was gay. I can't say that he was. Mm-hmm. But it to me it felt like he was at least bi curious. Yeah, he was definitely confused. Yeah. <laughs> um. One thing that I want to uh, just like sidebar yeah. this uh, that scene. I, I know I mentioned this to you um, in text, but uh, that scene where he uh, Nitori dresses for him. Uh-huh. There's like a little small thing where he like mouths something, but there's like no subtitles. There's he doesn't the voice actor doesn't say anything. So I don't know if that was like a mistake or something. I don't know. Maybe it was a. Um, I I'd have to go look and see. Maybe it was a. Uh an artistic decision maybe or maybe it was an error yeah because I'm, I'm thinking it was an error because it looked like he was like saying like suge like mm. like awesome like yeah sugoi yeah sugoi awesome. or something but i think well what i think happened it was like they they had that and they i felt like it would have been better with just that long pause in between of him saying about talking about the wig mm-hmm uh-huh. I think that emphasizes it better than him just saying like Segoy or something like that. Yeah. Or could it have been like he like just like mouthed it or said it to himself, basically? Oh maybe. Like I'll, maybe I'll, have to, I'll have to director. show you. Yeah. So maybe it was just like a directorial choice that, that happened. Okay. Cause you think about how much details in this anime, I would doubt that got past somebody. Yeah. Of how much like cinematography means to this anime. Yeah. That there has to have been like a choice okay. if it if it was something that was wrong an error then that's like a really big mm-hmm. thing that they missed okay we'll have to show you after the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. all right so do you have any uh other yeah favorites? so um uh anna mm-hmm. I, I really started out not liking her because yeah she's like super shallow yeah. and i never yeah and i never really felt um she liked uh Nitori. Yeah. But at the same time, I never felt like Nitri liked her. Even though she, he said that I love you, mm-hmm. I always felt that they were distant from each other. Yeah. And I never got the scent. Like, I was always like, oh, he's obviously going to get with Takatsuki or mm-hmm. he's using her as a, as a, um, a, a surrogate, yeah. Well, like a surrogate for Takatsuki because okay. Takatsuki doesn't love him, mm-hmm. so he like needs an outlet, yeah, to show his love to something. But he doesn't really show it. Yeah, he doesn't really show. That's what really confused me too about it. Yeah, like he never thought about kissing her or anything like that. But then since him, she never thought about kissing, kissing him. him. Yeah, and then like, but is as she, soon as he did, though, but than- as soon as he did, though, he was like. He got really nervous about it. Like he's like, maybe like that was like his natural progression in that relationship. Like he was, like he was more into her emotionally 
Okay. Or um then physically. Yeah, then physically. Okay. Like same thing with Takatsuki. Okay, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense now. Like to me what's the what's the word? Shoot. It's more like he's pansexual than anything. Okay. Like he likes everybody? Or is that, yeah. is that what so pan- pansexual that- mean it doesn't mean that you like everybody. So like pansexual is more of like you you love people on an emotional level okay than anything all right so like you can get you have a relationship on emotional like it's not based on sex or gender it's based on how you cook with somebody emotionally yeah how you connect with them yeah okay i appreciate that's what pans it's either pansexual or demisexual there's a lot it's Mm. a lot of weird uh niche sexualities out there niche (laughs) niche exactly <laughs> um, but uh, I also wrote Anna as one of my favorites. I re- I really like their dynamic of her and Nitori. How they like? Oh yeah, I was gonna say like out and stuff. At the at the end of it, I feel like she like they they broke up because she was confused. Yeah. She didn't know what she she didn't know what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And then um, how uh, Nitori was like completely fine with her breaking up. Even that scene is like heartbreaking of her saying like. Oh, like I don't know how I would deal with you being wanting to become a girl and like all this stuff. So yeah, let's just be friends. Mm-hmm. Like that scene was really hard on yeah. me. That scene also too has uh going back to cinematography has a weird voyeuristic feel to it. Oh, like, like you're your... hiding in the bushes and you're like looking yeah. through the bushes to see because it's like a side view. It's not like yeah. it's not like a straight on shot or exactly. something. It's one of the, one of the, your your obscurity shots basically Mm -hmm. like it makes it like i said it makes you feel like you're hiding or yeah like you're omnipresent or something yeah exactly or you're you're just hiding in a bush yeah just (laughs) creeping on these kids yeah um how old is anna i was about to ask you that i don't know i think they're a year older i I want to say yeah i want to say she's. they don't don't go to the same school though no they don't different school well you just go to different school maybe that's anna goes to an all-girls school Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I guess so. Um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad that Nitri is like, oh, I still love you. I still love you, and she's like, I re- I really like that scene. Right. Because uh, how cute Anna looked. She was like talking into her beanie. <laughs> that was so freaking cute. Yeah, and she's um, I'm glad they got they got they get together in the end. Yeah. In the manga they get back together. I don't know if they stay together, but I know at the at the end he is there by the by him entering college and stuff, they're still together. Okay. That's so, good. Yeah. Is the, did the manga end already? Yeah, it's over. Oh, okay. So there's no hope for Exactly. <laughs> for, for see more. What, what happens. Yeah. So that's all I really have for uh, favorites. Right. And then we already hit most underused. Yeah, that. mine was Sasa. What did you? What was yours? Mine was both Sasa and um, Mako. Oh, Mako, yeah. Um, I really wish to get more, mm-hmm. more screen time. I wouldn't mind like if Mako was like the main character either. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I, like I would a like side an story about uh, like give him Mako a whole episode to himself. Like, Mako and Sasa, I feel like, can have, like, their own episodes yeah. to themselves. That would have been cool. And I, and I, wouldn't have I mean, there's only 11 episodes, so. Exactly. I want to see. Adding one more wouldn't hurt. I want to see Mako and, uh, working in the bread shop. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, 
right, what was your least, uh, I guess, least favorite episode for okay. you? Or worst episode, what, what would you say? Oh, I only have one least favorite, so you want to tackle that first? Uh, yeah, I also have only one. And I, I mentioned it earlier, um, it's the, the first episode. Yeah. Uh, what are girls made out of? Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about it earlier, and it does make sense. Like if you probably watch it and you know where it's where it starts, it starts yeah. in the middle. Literally starts in the middle of a of a manga, manga series. Yeah. It's like chapter five or something like that, right? No, it's like volume five. Oh I mean, yeah, volume. That's yeah. what I meant. It's volume. Vol- it's volume five through I think like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go in with that mindset, mm-hmm. even still, I don't think they they do a good job setting up all the characters. Okay. Uh, in that first episode, like it goes in. I mean, I kind of do enjoy that it goes in, you know, head, you know, head first. Yeah, showing you all the characters. They already have their established relationships. Yeah, and it doesn't really dumb it down for you. How I kind of would have appreciated the first episode to be done. Oh, uh, like a more explanation. Yeah, exactly. A little bit more. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Exposition. There's not okay. a lot of exposition in that first episode, except for, um, except for you know, Nitsuri wants to be a boy. Yeah. Takashi wants to be a girl. And that that's and that it. she rejected him. Yeah. And um, I I don't know. I felt to me it felt kind of messy. Yeah. Um. They just they, like we said it before. They throw a lot of stuff at you right at the start. Yeah. But like you said, like you said, it, it filters out a little bit more once you understand. Understand yeah. it. I actually, I actually wrote uh, episode one as one of my favorites because yeah. uh, once you know the context of it, at first I was c- just as confused as you. But once I learned about the characters and stuff like that, and I rewatched the anime, that's when I started liking it. Well, because it was like it never really introduces the characters full on. Yeah, that's that's why I had a really rough time putting names to faces yeah was like we never just got like a slow stream of character introductions it was just like everybody just go mm-hmm. like everyone just started sprinting at the start yeah and um yeah i, I didn't did i did not enjoy uh, that first episode i don't know if i was watching it by myself i don't know if i would have went past that first episode oh okay but um yeah thanks to the podcast i just like finished it <laughs> And you I, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, I did. I really liked it. Okay. So for my least favorite, I put episode five, mainly because um, not a lot not a lot of stuff happens in this episode other than everybody finding out. Well, everybody that was writing the script finding out that Nitori uh, cross dresses. That's like the only big thing that happens in that episode. I want I want to say that was the one episode where it opened up and I felt like it was going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. And then that bomb drops of the everybody finding out. Yeah, and I, I can't tell you what the, I, I I did like that episode. Not enough to be on my favorites, but that one scene like turned that whole episode around for me. I was like, oh, it's gonna be a boring because uh-huh. like episode two. I think I also have episode two uh, on my my worst. Uh huh. And that's. Uh, it's like demise demise hate i think it's called i think it's hate hate demise hate, hate demise yeah like because that one has nothing to do with uh Tukotsky and um, Nitori. Nitori. it ha- has to do with sorry sorry yeah exactly sorry being kind of a bitch yeah and um i 
I really didn't. Um, yeah, I. So I thought that episode five was just gonna be about them writing the script and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a boring episode. And then that that line drops. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I forget what else. Like uh, like I said, it's a bad example of me saying I like because I totally forget what happened in that episode. Yeah. Well, other than that, it's like they just work on the script. They play with some fireworks, and I think they do something else. Um, they drop off the letter to uh, Yuki's house and nobody's there. Yeah, but it's such a weird. Like I said, like I kind of do enjoy that we don't get context because I'm like, I'm like, who are these people that they're hanging out with? Yeah, like I never really understood that until I don't know. I just put it together. Like, oh, they're like they're like mentors. Yeah, because it was kind of she was kind of weird uh, when they first meet or when they first introduce Yuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, she's uh, I was picking up on on little boys. Yeah. And it turned out the little boy I was picking up on was actually a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's how they meet. Yeah, so that's how they met. Yeah. So, um, I, I just thought it was really. But that was in the manga. That's not in the anime. Yeah, so, like, we d- I don't know what the real story is. Like, I can't comment on how weird that. Like, I don't know if she's, she was messing around or whatever, uh-huh. or that's what she was doing, you know? <laughs> um, do you have any least favorite i mean the, the, other than that they're all pretty all all the episodes of anime are pretty uh decent they're decent. all pretty good they're all pretty good i mean even with this least favorite it the the end where they're um giving the invitation to yuki and nobody's there at the house that shot that's when they ha- has like that dramatic white vignette around yeah. the border and it ma- really makes it look like a painting a painting or like a storybook yeah. yeah i guess a storybook is a better a thing example. than painting yeah. yeah and then um like I said, even in my least favorite uh, episode, one of my favorite scenes of Nituri like running, that's like one of my favorite scenes yeah. in the anime. Mm-hmm. But um, we talked about that one already. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so my favorite episode mm-hmm. is uh, episode nine. Uh, I wrote girl, that yeah, one as cool well. Girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. My Just... favorites were the first and episode nine. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just the the doi that doi um nitsuri scene is amazing yeah and almost every shot in that episode is pretty pretty cool yeah that's what you said like that's where the the mirror scene comes from comes from that episode Mm -hmm. um (laughs) my my favorite reaction is in that episode where the teacher sees nitsuri and he goes Hey, that that girl looks like Nitori. Is that Nitori or something? Also, my my favorite my favorite thing about that episode is that he uses his own name. Mm-hmm. He even though uh, the whole point was like, oh, when you dress as a girl, take my name. You know, take my name. Yeah, but it was more like he was like, no, this is me. This is me. Yeah. I'm not hiding behind anything mm-hmm. anymore. This is who I am. Yeah, and Yoshino like really respected that that he didn't flinch when he was saying that he wanted to be a girl in front of the teachers in front yeah, of everybody. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty savage about it. Yeah, and then the the next episode, the the Fallout, which I also really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't put it on my favorites, but just like the the Fallout of his decision mm-hmm. of coming to school, yeah, just as a girl, um, really hit me because that that table scene like 
kind of broke my heart because the mom going like or telling Maho like that it was her fault. It, yeah, it's, it's your fault. You used to dress him up as a girl. Yeah, when he was a kid. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, how's it my fault that he's that he's sick or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And then, and then like uh, we were talking about it earlier about how I was expecting the the dad to just rip him. Yeah, and then the dad was the one who was like the nah. sympathetic one. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I understand. And he tells him that really good, that really good story of like the the grandparents bet on who the was, gender, yeah, the gender of the of the kids. Yeah, and that, that was a really uh really cute story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I read that guy down. I wish there was more scenes with the the parents. Yeah, there's uh, more of the mom than the dad. Yeah, I think it's the only scene, the real scene with the dad in it. Yeah, or he talks. Yeah, because I think he he does talk like. Uh, in episode like twelve or eleven again, where he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, uh, she was writing the another gender bent gender bent play." Oh yeah, and then the mom's like, "What's the teacher thinking, letting him write that or whatever?" Yeah, it's always like the only shots of like the dad is just like him on the couch drinking beer or something. Yeah, like like a dad mm-hmm. basically. Uh, one scene that I liked in episode nine was uh, so this is the episode where um. Uh, Yoshi Yoshino goes to school dressed up as a boy, uh-huh. and nobody really cares. <laughs> it's like yeah. no, nobody makes a big deal about it. Well, like they they're like Whoa. well, they bring her into the office, and she like just says like, "Oh, I'm copying uh, Chi," like just as an excuse. Like yeah. she doesn't want to admit that she wants to be a boy just yet. Right. She just wants to says like she wants the attention. Yeah. Even though she says like she's a, a me at first, she's against it because she's like. They're just gonna say I'm copying she. Yeah, but I guess she does use that as like a as uh excuse excuse. Yeah, I guess so. Like, so she doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, but um, the yeah. the scene that I'm uh, talking about is uh so Mako and um Nitori are on that bridge that they always hang out at at school yeah. that. That's a really crosswalk. Ha- that crosswalk, yeah. That's really. I wish my school had something like that. Right, like a skyway. <laughs> yeah, basically. that's so cool. But um, we see Yoshino like uh, on the bottom, on the floor, and she's like saying, "Hey, Nithuri, like you want to go on a date or something like that." And I, I really like that scene. It was just like really cute and heartwarming. Yeah, and uh, then she go like, "Oh wait, let's not like, call it a date." Yeah, let's not call it a date. Do you want to just go visit Yuki or something? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cute. Oh, but that's when he tells her no because he's taking Doi, right? Yeah, to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very like Romeo and Juliet looking, like just him like asking her on a date from like the balcony or something. Yeah, it is kind of a weird shot. I never really thought about it. Like she's just like being really loud. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a. The episode nine's a really, really great episode. Yeah, it's a good one. And um, you also get that subversion of Doi in there, mm-hmm. where just like a, a, a pretty, I don't know if I said this earlier, but just how he's he's designed, like he looks like like a big asshole. Yeah, he looks like a jerk. Yeah, and uh, he's not. He's like completely understanding. Mm-hmm. Even like I even, almost like the fact that the next episode, like he calls a Nitri like an idiot for for doing it yeah under his breath or something yeah just, just so that he could hear it he can hear it like but, but like he never really like judges him for it like he's like like you're, you're dumb for doing it but not like 
not because you like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also that one uh, friend that um, I really didn't like. He was also like a cursory friend around oh, the, him. Oh, yeah. The blue-haired kid. Yeah. I, I did not like him. Yeah. Like, he, he was like the... The like the almost like the voice of like toxic max masculinity yeah. in there, where he's like, oh, he's always like, you guys making a, a a queer comedy troupe now, yeah, like like all this stuff, like come on, come on, dude. <laughs> well, like he seemed like the most his age, I would say. Yeah, he's the he's the most appropriately aged, I think. Yeah, the way that he talks, exactly. Like this is how I picture. Like a mean-spirited 12-year-old would. Yeah. But not even, like, mean-spirited. Like, he's just, like, joking. Like, thinks that it's funny that he says it. Yeah. Um, If you didn't know, like, in this anime, they're around, like, 12, 13-ish around there. And towards the end, they're, like, 13-ish. Yeah. Something like that. 13 uh, going on 14. Yeah, going on 14. Um. Yeah, do you have any no anything else? No. For favorites, no. I don't really have any more favorite episodes. I mean, all the episodes are really good. I really like. I really enjoyed this anime. Yeah, I mean, I I also really, uh, really liked it. When when you suggested that you were uh, gonna watch it again, uh-huh. uh, I almost went to go watch it again too, but uh, our, things came up. Yeah. Uh. All right. So do you got any other final thoughts before we uh, get the wrap up going? Um, do you want to talk about like any like general stuff? Yeah, whatever, you... whatever on your list that we missed. Well, uh, for general likes, I, I just like really like the subject matter of of this anime. Yeah, it, this is why like I like uh, anime mm-hmm. is like you get to tackle weird subjects, subjects like this, mm-hmm. and like going against social norms. Yeah. Um and this is think about when this anime was made it was like in 2011. Yeah. And this is before years before like this almost sexual revolution yeah has has happened in the last couple of years. Yeah. Like this is so forward. Mm-hmm. Um thinking almost in a way. I feel yeah. like most anime ahead is, of its time. Yeah. I feel like a some most anime that tackle uh topics like that mm-hmm. uh there's a anime is like a great place to to do it because like i don't know i feel like a, a lot more people are more scared to do it like in a live action way yeah and like even now it's almost like a fad mm-hmm. that this is like i don't, don't want to say fad it makes me sound yeah pretentious pretentious about it yeah but like now we we're, we're getting all these yeah a lot more people are open now yeah and it's just really it's not a bad thing though yeah, yeah no 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 by no sure it means is it a bad thing but like i don't know maybe it's just me and the, the cynicism i have with with uh like hollywood or whatever mm-hmm. is like oh they're only doing this because like x people want it or whatever yeah but like back then nobody was asking for it and they they made it yep and it, it's almost like it came from more a more uh like genuine place yeah than like a money reason why yeah definitely um like it didn't feel to me the producer was like oh we need a we need a trans anime make a make a trans anime yeah it was more of like somebody believed in 
and this topic and then gave them money to make it. Yeah. Not because it was like the the cool the, thing. The hot topic. Yeah, exactly. Like this is like this isn't a topic that's gonna get a lot of eyes on us. Mm-hmm. It probably honestly probably turned a people down in Japan how how strict like sexuality is out there. Yeah. Like and unknowingly I sent you those those things like those uh porn history books yeah that are being uh, the history, censored yeah the history of sexual expressions or something like that yeah right? it's the history of sexual expression and then one was like about the ven- history of uh porn ven- vending machines yeah and so like it's not even pornographic in the slightest maybe there's pictures but that has nothing to do with it has to do with vending machines and how like it's becoming a dying thing yeah exactly mm-hmm. and which is kind of ironic that's why, like, they're becoming a dying thing is because the the government is, like, suppressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Do you have any general dislikes of this mm, anime? I don't know. What, what, are you, what are some of yours? Well, I wrote one, but it doesn't have to do, has nothing to do with the anime. It's, okay. a very, it's like a super nitpicky thing. It's um, the subtitles in this anime. Um there's a lot of shots where it's like drawn out and like the characters are small and stuff. Uh-huh. Sometimes there's like one scene in particular that I'm thinking of that um, the subtitles go on and it completely covers Nithori and to- and and um, oh, okay and Mako. Like the subtitles are blocking them completely. Like they they should have put a, the subtitles on top or something. Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, I'm when I'm I watched anime on my tablet and there's like two big black borders on it and. I would think that that's a good place to put some subtitles so it doesn't distract from right. the art. Yeah, but, I feel you. But uh, but that's just a super nitpicky thing about it um, that I wrote about. I don't I don't know if I have any. I do have any general dislikes. Maybe I mean I I kind of didn't like like I said. Uh, I felt like at most sometimes there was wasn't any emotional payoff. Almost okay. Just because how stoic in a way, um, Nutri is. Yeah. Like I want, I wanted to be more emotionally invested in it, mm-hmm. but when your your characters aren't emotionally invested in anything <laughs> that they're doing, yeah, um, makes it hard. Yeah, and it um, does. It doesn't help that we're in the middle of the manga. Exactly. Like, the only time I felt like, um, Nutri is like emotionally. Like coming to a front mm-hmm. was in episode nine where he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm going to do it." This yeah, is something like he really felt strong about. Yeah, that he wanted to do. Um, I also like how the anime, uh, you know, like of it, like it's building up to that moment, mm-hmm. like since episode one, and it finally happens, and it's like that payoff is really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, episode one gives you, like, a sense that something big is going to happen. Yeah. And it it does. He goes to school just as a girl. And there's also that... The, there's probably also a, a director's choice about the, the interviews. Yeah. At the beginning. I mean, both me and you thought something's, gonna ha- something's going to go down. Yeah. I thought because of the subject matter, I thought somebody was going to, like, kill themselves. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Or something... Somebody was gonna get. I was like, well, God forbid someone gets beaten to death." Oh yeah, that would have been terrible because of how P 
people view trans people. Yeah. And I was like, please don't like don't let this happen. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't happen, luckily. Yeah. But I kind of felt like I was being um like stringed not stringed along, uh-huh. but I kind of felt like I was being misdirected by that. And like they dropped it. Yeah. Like after two episodes. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe they wanted to do something different, maybe they changed it up. I don't know. But it it kind that kind of confused me a bit. Yeah. Um um, one th- one thing that uh, in my general dislikes, there was like this weird cut in um, the scene where um, Nitori's mom's telling them to go see their grandparents uh-huh. during summer vacation, yeah. and uh, Maho is saying like, "Oh, I don't want to go over there," and like, and then says that Nitori doesn't want to go either, and, uh-huh. I, and I think Nitori says like, "Oh, I don't mind." And there's like a weird cut of them like looking at each other, and then it just like there's a cut, like a very distinct cut. Uh-huh. And then it's like her like pulling his face or something like that, like in an angry way. Yeah, that's yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah, that was a weird, really weird cut in there. Uh, it, it it almost makes it look like there's like a scene that was supposed to be there, and they cut it out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so it it's a time. very rough cut or something. Yeah, but it's not too bad. No, it's another nitpicky thing. All right. So, do you have any other general thoughts? No, that's all I have. I like the voice acting. Yeah, the voice acting is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so accessibility, uh, sex accessibility, <laughs> accessibility. Yeah. Um, is anybody a, can watch it. It's yeah. I don't think there's anything to. Uh, there's no fan service or anything like that. There's not no, really, unless you're one of those people who are like, uh, I, I used to read this uh, feminist anime blog, mm-hmm. and uh, they would put uh, like trigger warnings. Okay. For almost like any little thing. So I know like for this anime, uh they put um like the the swimming the swimsuit scene. Okay. Is like like any like with no context. It's like, oh, it's a, a swimsuit scene. Okay. And even though nobody is really portrayed like sexually. Yeah. It's still children in swimsuits. Swimsuits. Mm-hmm. But uh, and that's like you're that super hypersensitive to yeah things. There's nothing too uh, too bad about it. Yeah, I put that the the subject matter might deter people if they're like squeamish to like LGBT stuff. Yeah, you know what's also weird? It was in in this anime right where I think it was Chi. Was she wearing a two piece? Yeah, she was wearing a two piece. Okay, that that was weird because mm-hmm. I know it's like uniform. Yeah. So how did she get to wear a two piece? But whatever. That's... She's just breaking the rules all the time. Yeah. I guess super so. annoying. Uh, super <laughs> annoying. Just follow the rules, damn it. <laughs> um. But yeah. But other than that, like being people being squeamish to LGBT stuff, I I would say just give this a chance. That's yeah. like It's actually a really good anime. Um, and uh, you can find it on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. I don't know if it's on any other streaming service. We should actually start looking, making sure. I know. But yeah, for sure. Usually, if it's on Crunchyroll, it. I don't think it's on Hulu. I think no. I checked there, but yeah. uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Your whatever your choice of illegal means, it's probably <laughs> on there. Yeah. Um, your watchability. I would watch this. I did watch it twice. Um, I'm gonna say mid. I'm like in between. I'm I'm kind of happy with my just watching it once. My one my one play yeah. my one playthrough my one watch watch through. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I didn't really feel the need to watch go back again. and watch it again. Yeah. I wasn't really like com- like compulsed to to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the only reason I watched it twice was so that I could just get more um, notes for the, like the cine- cinematography, cinematography part. Yeah, but if you didn't, if we didn't, let's say we didn't have the, the cinematography. Time. No, if we didn't have the cinematography label to begin with, or we didn't talk about cinematography this episode, would you would you have gone back and watched it again? Mm, maybe not. This is something that I would probably would go back to. Okay. But, like, not, like, I'm not, like, clamoring to watch it again. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I liked it. I just don't personally feel like I would go back and watch it again. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I think I, I'm more likely to watch it than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, changes we would make, Uh, I don't know, adapt. Is that more of the beginning? Yeah, that's what I put. I put. I definitely would want to like more detail of what's going on. Um, I would have loved them adapt the first five, uh, and then end it where it ended, and then not adapt the high school or whatever. And the small college part. Yeah, yeah. That's what I put that to. Like just more adaptation of the manga. Yeah, I mean that, that's only the real change I was making. Other than that, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they left out some stuff from the manga from what the anime has. Yeah. And uh, that's just another thing. But you could say that about, like with any book adaptation or. But they like so they had, they had a lot of fluff in it. They could have. Oh yeah. They could have done it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's their decision, I guess. Yeah. Did we really need the? Well, one thing that I know that they cut out. I think this was supposed to be like in the timeline of the anime. Uh-huh. Was there was a a part where um Nutri tried on uh Maho's underwear. Oh, okay. Like he was curious about putting on uh panties or something like that. Okay, yeah. I think that would have been more important than like fireworks or something like that. Yeah, I feel you. But that's um, about it. Alright. So uh would you what what's your what's your rating? You, you I with? I recommend this one. You are you going with a regular I'm going with the with the recommend. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with a recommend. Not a high recommend, yeah. but I definitely would recommend this. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd definitely recommend it. To it's not a anybody. must watch, but you should probably watch this like when you have time. Yeah, it's a it's a to me it's like a really good change of pace anime mm-hmm. from what you know what we've been watching. Yeah, and uh, it's really not like I don't I don't tend to uh, gravitate towards uh, drama. Yeah. Or like more serious works, mm-hmm. so that's why I really enjoyed the different, this one. Yeah, yeah, the different, the change of pace of yeah, everything. the change of pace. Which, uh, which now we get to go uh, in the complete opposite direction. Yeah, of of now we get to go to a, a shonen anime for next week. Yeah, so next week uh, we are finishing off uh, the East Blue arc. Mm-hmm. of uh one piece one piece yeah we're setting sail again oh, super excited um <laughs> I, I i am a little bit ahead of jay yeah and by a little bit ahead i mean That's like 20 25 episodes ahead of jay <laughs> so uh there is i do want to rewatch uh the big art the this one big arc uh in that 30 episodes is like 15 episodes okay and um which is the most i think in uh, arc has been to so far have we that we've watched okay and uh i really want to rewatch that one i'm probably gonna rewatch 
rewatch it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to. Yeah, definitely. Get I'm more excited to One Piece in here. Yep. So. Yeah that that's uh that's a podcast. That's the podcast. If you uh if you like us, like follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on iTunes. Rate, uh, comment, subscribe. Yeah, it definitely that. helps when you give us a good review, especially on iTunes. Yeah. Um SoundCloud, I I I have more access to the SoundCloud. So, uh I do appreciate all the the numbers we have been getting on there. Yeah. Definitely thanks for that. And uh youtube content coming soon hopefully yeah <laughs> every week i gotta mention the youtube content coming soon yeah please subscribe on there if you prefer to listening to the podcast on there yeah um personally i i like going on i like doing it through soundcloud yeah um yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty much it right yep so we'll, we'll see you guys in the next podcast we'll, we'll all right? see you all on the on the scurvy sea yep later later <laughs>